Welcome to the Wealth Equation Podcast with me, Wealth Ninja, Kristen Wanch. If you want to be wealthy, but money feels like physics and the thought of making a budget makes you want to die, stick around. Here, we break it all down super simply. We demystify wealth so you run your money instead of your money running you. We're here to ditch the hustle, earn more, hold more, and grow more simply. We're coming in hot with practical teachings, deep mindset shifts, and the perfect amount of woo-woo so that you become the kind of woman who creates wealth with ease. Money is a dance party if you let it be. You were born for wealth, and by pressing play, your up-level begins. Hello, beautiful women. Oh my goodness. So we just wrapped our launch for our, I believe, eighth or ninth round of Women's Money Mastery. And wow, I cannot tell you how excited I am to be leading this group of women through our next six months together. This is by far the most powerful group of women I have ever led inside of this program. Women that are having a global impact, women that are doing incredible things, that have built really successful businesses, that have done incredible things already with their money and are really looking to get to the next level. And that brings me to my topic today around support. Now, every time we launch this program, I think to myself after, you know, how grateful I am for the team and how grateful I am that I know the value of support. So not just with our team, but that I couldn't do this launch without support. Like I couldn't, every time we launch this program, I hold a lot of space and there are a lot of things that get to be done. And we execute everything at a very high level. And something that I think that we don't talk enough about is the value of being supported. I think women don't often give themselves permission to be supported. We often sometimes think that we have to do everything on our own and that there's more value in doing things on your own. And definitely, you know, that was where I was for many years. I got some satisfaction out of carrying the weight of everything for the business, for life, you know, doing everything on my own. And my thinking really around this has evolved over the years. And, you know, even paying the idea of paying for support, right? I didn't grow up in a house where we spent money on luxuries. And my thinking around support has also changed in that it's not a luxury, especially when you are having an impact for other people, when you are leading clients, when you are, when you're holding a lot of space, like a support for yourself, for your business, for your money is not a luxury. It's a necessity. And not only do you deserve it, but the bigger you grow, the more support you need, because you reach a point where you can't do everything on your own, but you realize that there's not a lot of value in trying to do it either. So, you know, when we launch Women's Money Mastery, I'm leading our team. I'm, you know, navigating everything that needs to be done for the business and making sure that everything goes to plan or as, as to plan as things, you know, can be. I'm running a live training on multiple days. I'm creating all of the content for that live training. And I spend a lot of time thinking about what is going to be the most potent and the most valuable. And I spent a lot of time thinking about the women who are showing up to that training. We spent a lot of time promoting our masterclasses, you know, across Facebook, across Instagram, you know, across my personal networks. 
I am hosting for many days at a time. I'm hosting breakthrough calls for women who are interested in exploring, you know, taking the work deeper, interested in exploring women's money mastery. And when we get on these calls, we go through a lot, you know, they're giving me the inside scoop on what's been unfolding for them in business and money. And like, we go very deep on these calls and I hold a lot of space for, you know, what's been there which isn't always just about the numbers and then also making a decision about and making an investment in themselves. And so everything that goes into, you know, the weeks and months leading up to these is something that I couldn't do on my own. And I couldn't do it at the level that we do it on my own. And so I want you guys to ask yourself, like who wins by you doing everything unsupported? And when I talk about getting support, you know, it's not just paying for team members, right? It's not just hiring team members to help you scale anything. When it comes to what types of things you get to be supported on, I think about paying for time, like paying where I can get my hours of time back, you know, where am I spending time in my life or my business? And I'm going to give you some examples of these so that you can really put it into context and, and really think about how some of this might apply for you. But any places in my life or, or business where I'm spending time on lower value things or things that I don't want to be doing, paying for peace of mind or of ease is another place or paying for physical nourishment. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. So there are places in my life now that I, I really integrate support in ways that I never used to and not just around launches, you know, we, I doubled down on the support, both for me and my team during launches, but just in general, because I see the value of this. And like I said, I've changed my thinking about this over the years because it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. And I know that the more I am supported, the more like the deeper my roots are so that I can support more women in my containers, in my programs, so that I can support more team members and being able to lead them so that I can have a greater impact in the world beyond myself. So some of the places that I have integrated this into my life are meal prep. <clears throat> Every time I launch, I pay for someone, you know, this last launch we did, I pay for someone to cook every single meal for me for three weeks. <laughs> I'm spending money to get my time back because I don't want to be spending time cooking meals, doing dishes, going grocery shopping. I also don't enjoy doing it. <laughs> so that's one really easy place for me to have someone who loves to cook, who loves to cook gourmet, delicious meals, show up at my house a couple times a week and deliver the things that I love to eat, but don't love to cook. And it's so, so valuable for me. Like that literally gets me hours a day back that I would otherwise spend doing that thing that I don't love to do. I also spend time on self, you know, self-care and physical nourishment. So massages, I also pay for that for my team. So, you know, I asked them when we head into launching, because I know that they are a lot more flexible. There were sometimes working weekends to like get things done. And I asked them, you know, what would feel really nourishing for you? Like, is it a massage? Is it a facial? Is it like a dinner out? What would really, really nourish you? And so allowing not just me, but my team to be supported in that way allows, again, 
us to feel better during a you know busier time of year, but also allow us to hold more space for more people. Another place, and this is like every single person listening to this podcast gets to do this. And I think that we don't, especially in the North American culture, this isn't very common. And I don't totally understand why, but cleaning, cleaning your house, having somebody come to your house and do the things that you don't want to do, right? Like cleaning the bathrooms or even doing the dishes. Like I really don't understand why that isn't more common for almost everybody listening to this. It's a very financially easily, easy thing to access, right? To pay for somebody to come even once every two weeks is not a lot of money. And you think about, is your time best spent there? Unless you love cleaning and it lights you up and brings you joy, this is one of the first things that you get to outsource. And again, I think there's some weird dialogues or weird kind of notions in society about that you shouldn't do this, that there's some value in, again, doing everything on your own in cleaning your house instead of having somebody else who would love a job and love to be paid to do that thing, come and support you. Now, I feel so grateful that this is so common in Costa Rica. And we actually have cleaning staff that comes twice a week to clean the entire house, top to bottom, do all of the laundry and the dishes. And I feel so grateful as does, as do they like that we get to have that as part of our lives because it's not something that lights me up and it's not where I want to be spending my time. And I think about the time that I get back because that's a part of my life is just so incredible. You get to, you know, even if you don't run your own business, that time, that three hours every week or every couple of weeks, you get to spend time with your kids with your family, with your friends going out for coffee? Like, is that worth it to get that much time back for yourself? And then the next place is spending money and time on your team, like building out a team that can really allow you to scale your impact and and allow you to do the things that you couldn't do on your own. I know entrepreneurs, even like entrepreneurs that are making a lot of money, like a lot of money that are still trying to do everything on their own. And I wonder, I really do wonder why. I know that sometimes when it comes to hiring, there can be this idea that it has to be really hard. It has to take a really long time. And it's going to cost you a lot of money. And those are three thoughts, three beliefs that are not valuable for you as you're trying to grow your team. So you can do this in ways that don't cost you a lot of money, that don't cost you a lot of time and aren't really hard. So some ways around this that I have learned over the years are not hiring a full-time employee is your first go. You know, you often don't need somebody for 40 hours a week. Still in my business, I don't, but hiring someone that can come on and work 10 hours a week for you and think about what could you have that person do in that, that 10 hours that would take those 10 hours off your plate. Every single entrepreneur I know has 10 hours a week that they would love to get back in their business. So what would that look like? You know, administrative tasks, booking flights, booking podcast interviews, 
customer management, email management, all of the things that you do on a regular or repeated basis that aren't, that you don't need to be doing, that somebody else could do. They're not your zone of genius. They're not the core value of your business, all of those things. And it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money either. There are many online websites where you can find freelancers, you can find virtual assistants that work overseas, that work in different places that are, you know, can come into your business and are really, really good at a core skill set. And so can come in and take that time off your plate. And they're not necessarily in the same location as you. And so it allows them to be more efficient. And the last piece is it doesn't need to be hard. Now, one of the most valuable, and actually one of our team members said it to me on our call this morning, we have a team meeting every Monday. And one of the easiest ways to make this easy is to have really good training around when these people come on board. And again, this doesn't have to be a whole bunch of work. One of the easiest things and the most powerful things I've done over the last couple of years for training our team, or I use Loom to record standard operating procedures. And what I mean by that is every single time I do something that I know I want to outsource later, whether it is um, creating an invoice in Stripe or whether it's the way I post to, to social media or how I send out you know onboarding sequences for our new clients that come on board. I, all I do is I go into Loom and I record myself doing it. I record myself doing it and I narrate the whole thing. So I show it's a screen capture and I do the thing I'm just regularly normally doing. And I just narrate it as if somebody was sitting right beside me and I explain it in enough detail for somebody else to do it on their own. And the way I like to set these videos up, or I say, okay, this video is going to show you how to do this. And I explain exactly what it's going to show them how to do. And then I walk through step-by-step how I think about things. So why I'm doing something, where it is, where to click, how I think about it, and what the end expectation, like the end result should be. And some of these videos, I actually record multiple ones of them. So for example, posting to Instagram stories is something that I still do a lot of. But there's also certain things that I want a team member to also be able to come in and do. And so I sometimes when it comes to design or the style I like, it's not just like a once and done thing. I have recorded a couple different videos on how I think about things. And the goal of all of these videos is some of them are easy and some of them are just like very task oriented and very simple, like one, two, three done. And some of them I'm actually training my team how to think like I think. (laughs) And honestly, the longer they, your team members stay with you, like I have one of the, one of the women on my team, she is, both of them are total ninjas, but she, the one I'm thinking of has been with me for over a year now. And she can really think like I think, because she has seen me do things enough times that she, I don't have to explain to her how I want it done because she actually has this intuitive sense of what my expectations are. And so the value of this is infinitely valuable, right? When you can hire the right and find the right people and they can come on board and begin to think in the way that you think it's like insane. And I'm so, so grateful for this, like above all the other things, like I could not run this business without 
these women and all of the future women to come who are going to come on board. And I know it will be easier and easier and our growth will be more and more efficient. The next one that is a really interesting one that I have started to do over the last couple of years is being driven around. So I, whenever I'm in a new city or, you know, there's sometimes there's the option, there's the possibility of like renting a car or even I just flew through San Jose recently in the last week and I had my car there. I could have driven to all the places I needed to go, but I actually chose to get in an Uber almost all the time. And the reason for that is because it's actually more relaxing for me. Like I would rather somebody drive me from point A to point B than for me to navigate driving. First of all, I can, you know, do things in the, in the car. I can catch up on emails. I can catch up on text messages that I haven't gotten to. I can do things that allow me you know, to be more efficient, but it also just feels better. My nervous system, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I don't love driving around. I don't love driving around in San Jose. (laughs) The drivers can be crazy and it just feels better on my nervous system to allow somebody else to drive me from point A to point B. And it doesn't cost very much. And that's something that I, I really think we don't give ourselves permission a lot around is to, you know, to take to, to choose the more expensive option because it feels better. And this is so, so important. The next one that I did this launch that I don't always do, but I rented private space, private office space for the days that we were running, actually for the entire launch, I think I did. And that again, t- was to give me peace of mind. The Wi-Fi you know, I could have done all of this from home, but the Wi-Fi wasn't a hundred percent reliable. And, you know, there, it might've cut out like 5%. It was like a 5% chance that the Wi-Fi would have dropped on me during one of my calls, but I just didn't want to risk it. Like for the peace of mind, for me to rent private space for the two weeks that we are launching, it was just so worth it. Because I knew that had the Wi-Fi dropped on me, it just would have been, it would have created stress that like I didn't, and, you know, having to make decisions and to navigate things that I just didn't want to have to deal with. So I chose to literally buy peace of mind so that I could just have consistent, reliable space. (laughs) And again, this feels like a luxury when you're buying peace of mind, but I'm telling you, it's not, you can't hold as much space. You can't have the impact you want if you don't feel good in your body. So there are lots of different ways that you can go about buying back time, paying for peace of mind, paying for physical nourishment. You know, one thing I I love is when somebody makes me a coffee, I could every single day make myself coffee at home. And sometimes I do, but I really love when somebody else does it for me. I love the way it tastes. I could never froth the, the milk the way that I, you know, really desire it. And so this gives me more ease and more peace of mind and physical nourishment, you know, paying for first-class flights or paying for direct flights versus, you know, one that has a layover, right? This is another one. Sometimes the few hundred dollars that it's going to cost you is just like worth that much time or that much hassle, or also somebody to teach you something versus trying to learn something on your own. Of course, you can learn any, every single woman listening to this podcast could learn anything she wanted to on her own. That's not a question. 
you're fully capable, you're fully resourceful, you, you can do anything you set your mind to. The question is, do you want to, right? It's going to take you more time. It probably won't feel as good, right? Because there's some trial and error. There's some hit and miss. I still, I've been surfing for frick, probably seven or eight years now. And I still hire a surf coach, not to go out with me every single time, but because I know my surfing is actually just going to improve that much more quickly. And it feels more fun when he can tell me the things that I need to do versus me trying to figure it out on my own. It just feels better. Same with going to yoga. Like everyone here could go to yoga in their own house, but it feels better to go to some somewhere else where you're like your nervous system just like drops into that space and you get to like, I feel way more nourished going to a yoga class where I get to be led, where I get to listen to like new ideas and new movements and cues in a way that I wouldn't have on my own. Or paying somebody to do something for you versus just teaching, teaching you something. So teaching you something versus learning on your own is one way, but the next level up is like actually doing something for you. And this doesn't always apply, right? Like in my surfing example, I, I don't need somebody to surf for me, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, I think about one example of this for us and for me is Facebook ads. Like I know, you know, we dabbled a little bit with Facebook ads. And I know at some point in the next, definitely in the next year, it's something that we're going to be exploring as a business. And there is a big piece of me that like, I don't really want to learn it. <laughs> like I would much rather have somebody come in and this might not apply to Facebook ads. I will let you guys know as we progress, but there are certain things that I would rather podcast editing is another one. I don't want to know how to do it. <laughs> I just want someone to come in, to swoop in and do it for me. There's no value in me learning how to edit a podcast on my own. There might've been maybe if, if that was, if this is a year and a half ago, but I'm so grateful that somebody else on my team just knows how to do that. So having somebody do something for you versus teaching you how to do something also like very, very high value. So when you think about all this, you know, asking yourself the question, what are the highest value things that you want to be working on? And everything else gets to be on the plate to be outsourced or on the plate to be delegated or on the plate to be, you know, discarded entirely. Where can you get more time back? You know, any kind of software that will allow you to, to steal more of your time back that will automate things for you. You know, I look, sometimes I look at our, well, I look at our finances all the time, but I look at the amount that we spend on subscriptions and it's a lot, like it's not a small amount of money and it's so worth it because every subscription that I pay for gives me hours of my time back hours, you know, trying to do whatever this piece of software does manually or trying to find a workaround that would cost less. Like it's just not worth it. So where can you get more time back and asking yourself, like, do you need to be doing this? And do you want to be doing it? Those are two separate questions. Back to my cooking example. I don't want to be cooking. <laughs> there are some people that really, really love that. So maybe that's not something you ever want to outsource. But if you don't need to be doing it and you don't want to be doing it, definitely put it on the list. You get to be supported. 
you get to be supported. And paying for peace of mind. I know I said this before, but I really want you guys all to give yourself permission to pay for your peace of mind. It is worth it to feel more ease in your body, to have something that is reliable, right? To be able to spend money to give you peace of mind on something is insanely valuable. It might be even more valuable than all the other things. So as you reflect on your life and your money and your business, ask yourself some of these questions and know that you deserve it. Also remember that the more support you have, the more you are able to support others, the greater your impact. Again, this isn't a luxury. This is a necessity. For those of you growing your impact, for those of you holding space for other people, for those of you holding space for your families even, you get to be supported. Thank you, beauties, for tuning in this week. And remember, you were born for wealth. It's a gift to vibe with you here every week. If you're digging the content, I would be honored if you'd leave a rating, a review, and subscribe to the show. Not just for me, but it's how women just like you find the pod. It truly is how we can all make an impact. More women being ridiculously fucking wealthy and building a life of their wildest dreams. 